Recorded live. Yes, as we say every week, thank you, Mr. Dave Nelson, one of the founders of TalkShoe, for leading us into our 386th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Uh, you know, it's not too long, folks, where we're going to see that 400 mark. And uh, 400 times that we've met uh, and shared an awful lot of good ideas we know personally that some of the things we've chat about have impacted the lives of people who uh, knew they had something ready to go and just didn't know how to put it forward. And, uh, and some of them have really uh, made admirable progress uh, in building their lives the way they wanted it to be, not necessarily following uh, in lockstep with everybody around them. And uh, we always like to refer to the fact that we are born in the image and likeness of greatness. And it's our job to make sure that we continue forward and grow that image in the right direction. Uh, Those people who have a handle on their own lives find it much easier to share their time, energy, and capital with others. And uh, life just seems to be nice. we, we don't measure things in terms of volume. We measure things in terms of quality. Uh, I always am taken aback sometimes in discussions on the social media. You know, well, everybody wants to put a money application to it. And by the way, money is an important uh, uh, means of exchange. But uh, money has absolutely no bearing on success. Uh, It's really, if you do have an opportunity to have money, it's what you do with it. Uh, You don't need a lot of money to become wealthy. And uh, those are some of the philosophies and tenets that we've discussed through the past 385 episodes. We're joined this morning uh, by Lori Polina, one of our regulars, the warrior goddess, a great young lady whose life has pretty much evolved on this program. Uh, no, well, not really, but <laughs> in the last six, seven years. Guest three has joined us if they'd like to type in uh, uh, where they're from and how they found us in the chat room. And then uh, uh, Gerara King, hanging back in the background, uh, our accomplished young author from Washington, D.C. And uh, we have a very, very exciting guest with us this morning, a young lady I've met through social media uh, we haven't met personally. Looking forward to that time sometime in the future. Uh, an accomplished authoress in her own right, uh, as she mentioned, just entering her fourth decade, which is always an exciting time. Uh, Miss Nicole Bandes, B-A-N-D-E-S. Is that correct, Nicole? That is. That's perfect. And we're very glad that you joined us this morning. And what struck me on Facebook was the topic of the things you talk about. And it was my impression that you like to talk about us, we as individuals, and what we can do to to become an integral part, a productive integral part of society and share the wonders of life that we've all been blessed to enjoy, regardless of your ethnicity, regardless of your age, educational background, or whatever. Nicole, I understand you've written a few books. How many now? Um, well, I'm actually on my third at the moment. Very good. 
Now, the books that we're going to discuss, they are available, uh, I'm sure, uh, through the normal channels, or are there any unique ways for people to find out more about your books? So they are available through Amazon, and they're on uh, Kindle uh, and Barnes and & Noble and that kind of thing. Uh, but they're also available directly from my website if you go to PositivityOnPurpose.com. That's PositivityOnPurpose.com, all one word, no hyphens? Correct, and without an L, it's not positively. It's no, positivity. positivity, correct? Yep. All right, very good, very good. Um, that that uh, probably is your flagship book, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that was um, you know, that was my first book, that was my heart and soul, uh and I think it has the the meat of uh what I was trying to convey in it. So so I'm really proud of it and it's done really well and it's made uh made quite a change in the people who've read it. So now you have a wonderful tagline with that book that piqued my mind when you mentioned it this morning. Would you share the tagline of that book? Well, absolutely. It's called Positivity on Purpose, Intentionally Create More Abundance, Wealth, and Happiness. Well, you know, that that's kind of a description of life in itself, isn't it? Intentionally create <laughs> more abundance and happiness. Well, and that's the thing, you know, if we uh if we go through life intentionally, we we achieve so much more than if we just go through life. In other words, uh, waking up in the morning with a purpose, waking up in the morning uh, with the opportunity to move forward, and, of course, that's helped an awful lot or aided if we have taken the time and energy to write down the things we want to accomplish. Uh, I uh, Most of the people on this show Nicole realize that or have heard enough times that at age 17 I read a book that I still consider uh, quite important I still keep it open it was I was 17 years old a college freshman and I read a book called Think and Grow Rich and uh, the thing that I took away from that book the most well the floor plan of how to do that which is very easy to accomplish we started a business right away but uh was the fact that it's important to design what we call our definite major purpose. And I'm I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter what words we use, but that's part of what you're working or talking about, isn't it? Uh, we, we know who we are, and we know where we want to go, and we know why we want to go, and we probably have a, a footprint to follow or a floor plan. How, how, how do you feel about that? Well, it's true, but um, you know the emphasis here, the positivity on purpose and, and doing things intentionally, it's no matter what it is that you want to get out of life, if you're you know sitting back and kind of wishing and being hopeful uh, isn't going to get you very far. So whether you have a specific dream or goal in mind or whether you just want to kind of move ahead in life, as long as the action that you are taking is intentional, uh, then then that's what's going to matter. That's what's going to make a difference. Uh, so in the case of the book, it's it's intentionally being a positive person. It's in, it's making the the conscious choice to to go through life in a positive rather than a negative kind of way. What um 
what in your background or what in your personal experiences kind of led you to wanting to share these ideas with other people? Was there anything specific that happened to you that the light went on, or was this an evolution through your teenage years? How did this come about? Um, a little bit of both. Uh, I, you know, I kind of lived the the, and I talk a little bit about this in the beginning of the book, the the evolution of it. Uh, but uh, you know, I go through the the typical angst of my teenage years. Nothing major, but but you know, I didn't certainly have the happy-go-lucky kind of teenage years either. And I went into um, to get my degree in psychology, bound and determined to figure out what was wrong with my family. <laughs> and, uh, in the process, determined that I was um, I had actually received a diagnosis for depression and and put on Prozac uh, for a period of of uh, my college years. While I was on that, I was also going through therapy, talk therapy, and doing a lot of those things. Uh-huh. And yeah, I really overcame the the majority of that depression through that process, but I still struggled with the, the you know the the social depression that the you know things come up, shit happens, excuse my French, and you know and we're just like okay now what you know now what do you do and uh, and so I did a lot of personal development and a lot of uh, reading and certainly um, you know touched on Napoleon Hill and many other greats and began to kind of formulate a process for myself of things that I started realizing were working to help me come out of those negative times that come out of the depression, or even if it wasn't what was a clinical depression, just we all kind of overcome or come over that sadness or, or, you know, things in our lives that come up. And as I began to kind of put these things together, I started realizing there was a great recipe here. It was a recipe that needed to be shared. So when did you, at what age did you start writing? Well, even that's a story in and of itself. Um, I was bound to determine I had a great teacher in sixth grade, and uh, and he taught me all about creative writing. Uh, he was... Uh, you know, kind of had a short lifespan. He had cancer uh, while he was my teacher, and so we didn't get to have him as long uh, through that process as I would have liked to have had him. But I was I was committed at that point that I was going to eventually write a book. Now I always thought it was going to be a personal or a fiction book of some sort, and uh, and this book sort of fell into my lap about uh, four years ago. Uh, you know, I'd always kind of, well, when I have the right topic for a book that I'm going to write, then I'll write it. I'm not going to force the topic. I'm not going to write just because, you know, I said I was always going to write a book. Uh, when the right topic comes along, it'll be there. And and I had been blogging prolifically uh, on these very topics, and all of a sudden I sort of realized, there's a book there. Okay. So so I started writing it. It took me about six months from start to finish and uh, got it published, and here we are. You know, you brought up an interesting point that you were blogging. By the way, would you please share with us your blog, uh, your blog address? Uh, it's goldeneaglescoaching.com. Goldeneagle, all one word, coaching.com. Eagles with an S. Oh, Eagles, goldeneaglescoaching.com. 
Okay. Uh, by the way, I want to welcome Durango Truck with us this morning. They're not on the telephone, but they are uh, online. Thank you very much for joining us. And Gino Dilciano from Dilci. Anyway, I could never pronounce Gino's name from up there in Canada. Uh, our uh, athlete of the year, young man in your age group, uh, uh, Nicole, who uh, decided to uh, change his lifestyle and has been doing some wonderful, wonderful athletic competition and rising to the top because he chose to do that. So, and he's of course his body has changed and uh, he's looking pretty dude, pretty good, pretty good. Um, you, you mentioned blogging, and what's interesting, I'm working with a, a couple of people who uh, they know they have it, and they're using the blog to get started. I mean, you kind of were blogging and then turned it into a book. These people have the rudiments of the book, and then uh, uh, they're using their blogging to fine-tune it, believe it or not, and also share and, and possibly, well, we know it'll happen, develop a position or develop some notoriety and actually develop an audience that will be following them uh, so that when the publication happens, there'll be people who are ready to take a look at it. So it can work both ways, don't you feel? Oh, sure, yeah. You know, and social media is great for that, too. You know, starting right. a fan page even before the book is ready to launch, and you can use that tool to to start, uh, you know, that conversation and get people engaged even before the book is released. Hey, there's a lot of buzz that can be created. Absolutely. You know. Well, you know, I, I have to take a moment here. Excuse me, Nicole, uh, my good friend Gino. He does this for me every month or so. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Mr. Gino Del Ciancio, Del Ciancio from Canada is with us, and what he does for this old man is he spells it phonetically. So it's <laughs> because Del Ciancio does not read the way it's spelled, but that's okay. It's because you know I have a Hungarian background and he has a little more of, a, of an Italian background, so sometimes our languages mix up a little bit. <laughs> I, I was just going to say I I would have thought that's the way it was pronounced. <laughs> right. <laughs> I married an Italian too, Chuck. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, but you see, the other thing is that even though I'm sharp as a tack, uh, there are a few things that uh, I I sometimes can't hold on to for a long time so uh, i appreciate gino for helping me out all the time it's it's really i really appreciate it and we've had a lot of fun uh, gino's been around for several years and uh, it's just it's really this show has been a, a wonderfully uh rewarding thing for me as an individual i i bought a computer after i had a massive coronary about nine years ago I had to change my lifestyle, uh, the activity level of my lifestyle, dramatically. And uh, I didn't know, you know, I, I, here's what happened. I found out that by starting something as simple as this show, I was able, in a very short period of time, to meet some wonderful people around the world whose lives have touched me, and hopefully some of the things that we've discussed have touched their lives. And uh, it's just a fun place to be once a week. Uh, it takes 45 minutes of my time and energy, and we have created a couple of products from it. Uh, our good friend Sam Camerano in Phoenix uh, 
edited how many hours, Lori? He edited I don't know a hundred or so hours. Uh, I thought it was more like a hundred and forty. Yeah, and he uh, edited them down to four CDs, and what that represented was the time spent discussing the book Think and Grow Rich, but we did something a little different. The people who were on the show were constantly sharing how the book is and has impacted their lives while we were going along this trek. And we've got some just genos involved in that time period. And and uh, anyway, we do have, uh, this is not a commercial, but if anybody, uh, you know, every once in a while somebody's interested in, we do have a 35-page workbook to go along with it with a complete money-back guarantee that if at the end of 30 days, if you've listened to the audios, the four CDs, and uh, uh, completed the workbook and have had no increase in your life, just let us know and we'll gladly uh, send back the uh, the lordly $47 that the four CDs cost. You can find them at beyondthinkandgrowrich.com. Beyondthinkandgrowrich.com. You will have delivered to your house a hardbound 35-page uh, workbook and four lovely CDs. Uh, thanks to uh, Mr. Sam Camerano and his uh, wonderful ability to edit and create. Uh, he's a master in his own way. Uh, Gino says, my dream is to also write a book. Well, there we go. Nicole, we've got Gino, who is a person of your same thought. Uh, he's a like-minded individual. And uh, we've got Gerara hanging in the back. Uh, what would you recommend Gino do? Uh, you know, it's like I said, it's not something that I felt like I could force a topic. I had to wait till the topic chose me, so to speak. Uh, but starting a blog would be a great way to kind of see what, where your where your thoughts flow, uh, because where your thoughts flow, that's where the book's going to go, uh, and and really use that to kind of hone in to, to what topic comes out. Uh, you know, of course, it depends on whether it's a personal development or a self-help type book versus a, a fiction type book. Um, obviously, there's very different tracks uh, for going in those two directions. Uh, and I cannot speak to the, the fiction angle because I've never written a fiction book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, certainly from the, the personal development, self-help side of things, it's, it's really about you know, that's if I hadn't done the blogging and and seen that there was a very distinct direction to to what I was, and I started out the blogging was for me more than it was for anything. Um, so those topics were just things that that I was learning and wanted to be able to share, and and that that um, the topic came out. So that would be the first thing I would suggest: start a blog. They're free. You know, and uh, uh, again, everybody, goldeneagles.com is the blog spot, is that the blog site, is that uh, correct? Golden Eagles Coaching. Coaching, I'm sorry, I forgot the coaching. GoldenEaglesCoaching.com. Uh, I'm going to type that in for Gino. Got to do it right. We do have a chat room that allows us to do all this fancy stuff. Golden Eagles Coaching. Dot com. There we go, Gino. You might want to take a peek at that. And uh, it, it's interesting that we've noticed on this show over the years is that uh, a lot of us have 
had that desire, the burning desire to do this, but uh, uh, I think Nicole just said something. Start blogging, but you must, for your benefit. And see, she blogged for her benefit. And I think this is this is the mistake a lot of people make is is when they start forcing blogging, uh, it just falls apart. You you, you don't have uh, you you'll never develop the following uh, or the contact. I mean the, the the real focus of the goal the blog is to meet some people, but more importantly express yourself. And uh, and I think Nicole mentioned that and and it's helped her the positive result is <laughs> that something is going to happen uh, helping you and helping other people. Uh, we've been a, a firm believer on the business side of life. We do have a business development show on Wednesdays, and uh, a lot of our clients have realized over the years, as the Internet came online, is that blogging has actually become the hub, the literal hub of their total business position online. And uh, we have uh, CEOs of major corporations who are blogging their personal blogs that are doing very well and helping the corporation. Small business people doing the same. We've had some of our clients who, uh, you know, four or five employee manufacturing company that all of a sudden dominate the market, and it's been through blogging. Uh, Believe it or not, technical blogs, (laughs) you know, there are people that want to read technical blogs because they're technically oriented. We love the topic that Nicole talked about here and uh, uh, positivity on purpose. Uh, Can you share a little bit with us about what you mean by positivity on purpose? I I don't know if, uh, um, you know, that's easy to do or, or do we have to read the whole book? Uh, well, the good thing is I call it a bathroom reader. It's nice and short and easy to read in between your bathroom breaks. Okay. <laughs> I love books like that. Right, right. You don't have to get all analytical and thought, you know, and be in the right mind frame or the right mindset to read it. The other good thing about this book is that the way it's set up is if you flip to any given chapter, there's an activity that you can go through that's going to be able to help you while you're going through a negative situation. Uh, you know, it's it, it's designed in a way that, uh, you know, every chapter is meant to provide you with concrete tools. Uh-huh. The reason that I did that was because there are a lot of really, really great theoretical books out there on why we should be positive. There aren't a lot of really great books on how do we go from being negative to being positive. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be able to provide that tool, that, that actual, okay, I know I'm supposed to be a positive person, but how do I do that? Uh, so there's, there's many, many, many different examples in here, over 40 different techniques um, throughout the book uh, that give you a little bit of background and then an actual action step that you can take. Um, you know, having a positive attitude is not like flipping a light switch. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just decide to do it. We would love to, and those of us that tend to be in a positive mind frame sometimes think that, that people that are not should be able to. Uh, but when you're down in that dump, it's just not that easy to flip that light switch. 
Right. So, I I've been there, done that. Um, I know back in my college days, I started out as a music major. That was my childhood dream. That was what I wanted to do. Ended up two years down the road in in college, being that childhood dream being crushed, and being grasping at straws and being really desperate, going, okay, what? Why am I here? What is this about? Um, I know I'm supposed to be this this smiling, happy, beautiful little whatever, but I sure don't feel that way right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We We know it consciously, but we don't know how to flip that switch. But now... Um, as as Chuck said uh, so eloquently a while ago, I have kind of evolved on this program, and what he really means by that is when this when I found this show when i when this show got really got a hold of me, I started studying the books, the kind of books that he guided us to study and I it's completely transformed my life. I I now it it's frustrating because my husband tends to can tend to get into the negative patterns sometimes. And I just want to say take a happy pill. This is the girl now, Nicole, that some of us politely call the warrior goddess. In fact, I I I you know, I Lori, Lori does get chewed out a little bit once in a while publicly here, but um, only, only because I deserve it. Right, right. She started a blog a while back, which was called the Warrior Goddess, and she has such a wonderful story to share with the world. We're not going to. I mean, if anybody wants to go into back, Lori is really an example of somebody that can overcome uh, what we might call uh, challenges, and. Uh, and I was so excited back several years ago when I saw the blog, The Warrior Goddess. And Lori, darn it, <laughs> enough said. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know, I know. I've I've kind of let that one go because I've tried to get um, my new one going, and I'm not very good at that one either. So, but anyway, it's 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 a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Um, I guess I kind of went yesterday through um, one of my more um, the mud of life kind of thing. I I um, we had a big meeting at school about my younger one um, and his issues with attention deficit and such, and we uh, found out that he does qualify for special. Uh, special education services and I kind of went in one point it was a relief mm-hmm. because it's like okay now we can find a now we can kind of get to the point where we can get this kid on the track that he needs to be with the services that we need but yet it was that reminder of the stigma that I grew up with right. and so at the one point it was it was yay we're getting on the right track but oh help me this is painful 
Well, you know, Lori, the the one thing in the, in the, Nicole's book, I'm sure addresses this, and and uh, you know, you might want to share with Nicole later uh, something that you just explained. Uh, having it happen, having a definition. Of course, I'm not a fan of having some things defined because it depends on the people defining them, and that's a whole new topic or different topic. But at least you have something, it's over and it's done with, and you can move forward in a positive direction. Right, uh, right. It just the, was that human side of, of, this reminds me too closely of where I came from. Right. And <laughs> it's not a pleasant right. um, emotion at the moment, but... Then then the flip side of that was by last night I had kind of realized that, okay, yeah, that's the problem. It's emotion versus a decision that, okay, consciously I know that we need what we need and we need to move forward, as you just said, and an emotion changes and emotion flows. So... Yeah, it, it hurt last night. It kind of stung, but now it's like, okay, you know what? Um, the owie didn't last too long. No. And, and one of the no. problems that I, I know myself and maybe others have shared the same thing, if we let the owie dwell, uh, it's a little harder to get it healed, I think. Uh, Nicole, what's your take on that? Well, I was just thinking, and obviously I don't know the whole backstory going on here, but... Uh, you know, the, the the benefit here for you, Lori, is that you knew what it was like for you to go through that experience, and you can make sure that it's not the same experience for your son. We exactly. Always, we <laughs> always have those choices to say, well, it's going to be exactly like it was when I had to go through it versus, wow, I knew what hurt about it when I was going through it, so I'm going to make sure that that's not something that comes up for my child. Right, right. So it's actually a gift that you got to go through it because you get to make it better for him. Exactly. And that was the that was the kind of the, the bittersweet, kind of the, the motherly kind of it was my owie, but yet it was that bittersweet, okay, but that just ha- that just makes me more committed to I know what we're gonna need to put together here and doggone it if if Nobody else is committed to it. Mom's gonna commit, um, like the mother bear. Cu- I'm I'm gonna protect my cub. Right. <laughs> right. So it was that that bittersweet. But um, the by this morning, I I had just kind of gone. You know what? Yeah, you you let go of the alley and go. You know what? We just we're just we're gonna march right on. Yep. <laughs> Basically, the backstory. Long story short, I grew up as uh, visually impaired, uh, legally blind um, young lady. Who um, not a whole lot of people expected a whole lot out of, and I expected more out of myself than uh, a lot of others expected out of me. Um, and I've learned how to turn that around and go. Well, maybe they don't expect it but I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and long story short, I found Chuck's group and realize now that that um, life is not what I was then. Life is what I am now. So, 
and you had the power to make any adjustments necessary. That's right. You know, I mean, there are things, and, and we do, Nicole, on this program, we do, I mean, if, if a person has a physical, you know, a physical imperity, all the thinking in the world is not going to change the fact that you don't have a left leg. And uh, that's one thing that, uh, you know, I we've walked some tight ropes here but but it doesn't mean that that you cannot be a fulfilled person without a left leg you know what i mean it's oh yeah tell my dog who is a three-legged dog that she can run and chase after right him. right in other words it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> we we do have that wonderful power and it was you know i we on this program do talk about the fact that it's what we were born with and it is uh, what we were blessed with because we were born in the image and likeness of greatness. And uh, some people have uh, three legs, some have two, some have one. But I really think because of free will, we have the opportunity to do with those legs what we want to, not necessarily what society says you're supposed to do with them. Exactly. That's where I come from. Society used to tell me, oh, you, your eyes don't work so well. You're not expected to do much. Oh, um, you you have a right hand that is built a little differently. So um, it, we that's that's not a good thing either. And right. and I I learned to look at him. I've learned to look at him and say, Oh yeah, yeah. Watch I, me. <laughs> I can play. I can play a piano anyway. So there, stick my tongue <laughs> out right. at you. Nah, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, come on. Uh, I've been taking too much time. Uh, uh, sh- you have some salient points you want to leave with us, some real takeaways today? Well, you know, the I think one of the things that people have the biggest challenge with is they think about positivity when they're most negative, and that's the wrong um, approach to it. Uh-huh. Being uh-huh. a positive person requires constant practice. It requires that... Uh, nurturing it even when things are just a little bit bad. So, you know, if you're in rush hour traffic and you're starting to find yourself get a little frustrated, that's when you work on your positivity. Because when you can do it then, you start to build up those positivity muscles. And then when things come on and, and, you know, there's a, I shared with you my dog, she's a three-legged dog. She was actually hit by a truck uh, before Thanksgiving last year. And because I'd gone through this and I've been through this now, I was able to deal with that in a much different way than I would have been able to three years before having gone through uh, and practicing what I preach. Uh-huh. It's not waiting until you have a major catastrophic negative event happen in your life. It's doing it on a consistent, ongoing basis and creating a... Um, a process that you know works for you. Uh, and and I always tell people the very first thing you do is start looking at gratitude. What are you grateful for in life? Um, because once you can start looking for the things that you can be grateful for, you have to start really looking at your life and finding things that are positive instead wow. of staying focused on things that are negative. And that's what uh, that's one thing that that I can say I value very highly because I have so much that I am so grateful for. <laughs> I 
I've got two beautiful children who weren't born with the the um, blinky eyes that I was born with. Um, I have a husband that's a wonderful hard worker, faithful father, and and just wonderful young man. And I I've been given almost 45 years now of of boot camp of learning how to in the face of all odds. So <laughs> uh, the yeah. gratitude is that people say, oh, it must be so terrible to be blind. It's like, you know what? <laughs> that's a That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> well, you know, it's always nicer to not be. I we have to agree with that. Well, um as I like to say, my eyeballs may not work so well. Uh doesn't mean my brain is disconnected. <laughs> you know what, Chuck? Um you know, there could be an argument made for maybe it's not because she has a, a an amazing appreciation for music that she might not have had if she had had full sight. Correct. Um, Very good. Great. I mean, look at Beethoven. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, her sentences developed in a way that we can only imagine because we're sighted. Uh-huh. Very good. Excellent. So what we so sometimes what we lack in one area can be uh, mitigated very well by the strength in another and if we focus on that, I don't we used to talk about an exercise here Nicole and I'd I'd be interested to hear your take on it. Uh I've asked people something that uh, actually my grandmother, uh, anyway, uh, you write down on a piece of paper all the things that are wrong with you or what we might call weaknesses, and you, on the other side you put uh, all the things that, that you're good at or you're positive, you know, the things that you feel comfortable with. And she always used to say you read both sides of the paper. You put the good ones on the right and the bad ones on the left, and then you rip the paper down the middle and burn the left side and uh, immediately start keeping the the ones on the right in your mind and improve upon them. And uh, I noticed that today, I believe, it's my belief, and that's why I have it, because it's my belief that uh, an awful lot of people spend way too much time trying to perfect systems and methods and techniques that are not comfortable for them instead of taking some time and energy to expand on the gifts that they have. Does that, am I clear or am I making yeah. sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Somewhere along the line, we lost our ability to ask others for help, and we started thinking oh, that yeah. we had to do everything ourselves. Right. And in order to do everything ourselves, we have to be good at things that we aren't normally good at. Um, right. Particularly, I mean, not exclusively, but particularly in the business world, uh, as business owners, we think we have to be chief cook and bottle watcher. Oh. And if we're not a very good bottle washer, then we're going to lose business because we're trying to clean those bottles and they're just not getting very clean. That's right. That's right. So if we hire a bottle washer, sure, it's a little bit of money out of our pocket. Um, we're asking for help. We have to put ourselves out there and say, I'm not good at this particular task, so can you help me do it? And in exchange, I'll give you something for your help. Sure. And then all of a sudden our business starts to boom because we're not focused on the things that we're not good at. Right. You know, a perfect example of that is uh, I have a client in Colorado, a young 
uh, horse trainer who's building his business very quickly throughout the country, getting a lot of notoriety. And one of the things we talked about was social media presence and blogging and so on. And, and of course, his long suit is talking to animals uh, rather than writing. And uh, we solved the problem by one of the young ladies that does follow him and, and wants him to encourage her uh, obviously, you know, was a little short on funds because she was a young college student. So you know what happened in that relationship. Yep. Uh, she's doing her writing uh, with his thoughts, and uh, he in turn is uh, sharing his knowledge about how to uh, how to be uh, well connected with the horse. So th- there you go as an example of how this can best serve, how our own talents can best serve ourselves and others. Yep, you know, um, my best talent turned out to be, um, instead of being a music major, I ended up, oddly enough, um, you mentioned your degree in psychology. That's what I ended up in uh, with a degree in psychology and have spent six-plus years um, in contact call center and customer service. So. <laughs> yes, by the way, Nicole, I have to give uh, Lori a plug. If you ever need anyone to handle your customer service, this woman is outstanding, as many corporations have found out. <laughs> so, Very good. We all have important talents, and they can be shared. Well, I don't know if you're used to the format of a show like this, Nicole, but I think the most important thing for those listening today, and we, we don't have a large audience. It's a, a weird time zone time thing. But we have several thousand people a week that listen to the show. And, of course, those of us on the show, we can always share the link. Within a few minutes after the show, Nicole, I'll send you a link for a download or an MP3 to either put on your blog or share on social media. But I think uh, I was very, as I mentioned earlier, I was struck by Nicole, her topic, her manner, and her delivery. We know that she has a wonderful blog or actually blog website, goldeneaglescoaching.com. And her flagship book, Positivity on Purpose. So if we did that in a search engine on Amazon or anywhere, that book would show up. Uh, yes, it would. Okay. Uh, by the way, Gino up in Canada said he tried to order the book, but it looks like there were no international shipping so uh, uh, interesting. Oh, he might have tried to order it from my website directly. And yeah, I, I don't have that set up. So if he but I suggested he try Amazon. Yeah. 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 My site's not set up for international. Well, we can help you do that, Nicole, anytime you want. <laughs> uh, G-Man also says he used to get angry at himself when he made a mistake, and now he laughs at himself and say, isn't that interesting? By the way... G-Man, uh, our friend Gino was impressed that you are also a runner, which, of course, is his avocation now. Guest 3 shared with us in the chat room, gratitude basically has to do with being aware of all that is good in your life. And sadly, most folks only see the negatives. And, and even uh, shifting your perspective so that you can see something that wouldn't necessarily be considered good to most people, you know, right. as, as Lori and her son, the experience with her son, you know, that right. can be 
looked at as an absolutely amazing gratitude because now he's getting the help he needs. Absolutely. He's he's a beautiful little boy that um when he was born we uh, we thought he wasn't going to be with us very long. We thought the first few days of his life he was going to turn around and die on us. So for him to be alive and be and us be at the point we're at, uh, it is a it it is an amazing thing. It's it's a truly amazing thing. It just I love it, it evokes some memories for me and some feelings that were pretty strong yesterday and I just had to go gulp, okay, um yeah, but we need to we need to move past that. So <laughs> And every time I look at him, it's just, it's, you have to real you just have to appreciate the, the complexity and the, how God created this life, this world. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> well, Nicole, I'm, I'm honored that you joined us along with the rest of our friends. Of course, Lori Polina, uh, Oh, my gosh, I see that Gerard left. He must have had an appointment with his publisher. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess he's moving over to uh, uh, Tony at Callisti Publishing as soon as his contract's over. Hey, so all we'll right. So we'll be seeing, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, in fact, I chatted with Tony. Uh, by the way, just as an aside, Nicole, have you run across Claire McGee's book at all? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Claire's been a guest on the show several times. She does use Callisti Publishing to publish her books. Tony's publishing house in Pennsylvania pretty much focuses on this genre. And uh, Tony's been a friend of ours. He also has a coaching program. Uh, Tony's long suit is he probably was the most instrumental purpose person to bring Charles Hanel's The Master Key into public notoriety in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, he's published the complete Master Key system, and he offers the free version, as we do, of the book in a PDF form. But Claire... Uh, wrote a book that, uh, you know, I think the two of you are, have so much in common that you could probably collaborate and knock an audience dead. Uh, she wrote a book called I Believe, Therefore I Am. And what Claire did was get herself off the couch in her late 20s as she was dying and said that she'd rather spend the rest of her life living rather than dying. And she went back and got her master's degree and is now traveling around helping people and speaking and writing well. So uh, not to, you know, I think the two of you uh, should be required reading for, for anybody that is interested in feeling good about themselves and going forward. And, uh, but, but you and Claire sound like you have similar backgrounds, uh, Nicole. And, yeah. uh, you know, might, might be a good person for you to get to know. That's C-L-A-I-R-E. McGee is M-C. G-E-E. She lives up in New Brunswick. Delightful young lady. The two of you are about the same age, and you know, you guys might just groove. <laughs> you might might have a lot of uh, shared shared things. Yeah. So. Well, and I are, are uh, similar age, too. I'll, I'll be 45. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm in that fourth, um, decade. fourth decade. There you go. <laughs> wow, well, uh, you I youngsters. Think, God I love think, you. 
I think the forties. I think you're you're old enough to be wise enough to make good decisions, and yet still young enough to uh, have fun with the bad decisions. You bet. Well, you know, at seventy, I still have uh, time to have fun with my bad decisions. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are many only, bad. There are many bad decisions he makes. <laughs> oh yes, there are. Yes, there are. You're only as old as you feel. That yeah, absolutely. Bad. And by the way, I'm reading a fun book about that. Uh, Don't let the old person uh, get into your body or something. I forget uh, by Jim Donovan. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. We've shared some good times and chatting together. So, anyway, everybody, it's uh, Shirley just walked by. It's uh, time for us to call it a day. We want to appreciate, uh, we do appreciate Nicole Bandis from Phoenix, Arizona. Again, her site, goldeneaglescoaching.com, her book, Positivity on Purpose. Uh, we want to thank Gino uh, Del Ciancio. How's that, Gino? Chuck did it pretty good. Gino Del Ciancio. Uh, Lori Polina in St. Louis. Durango Truck, we don't know where you're from, but we're sure glad you're here and hope you join us back again. Everybody, if you want to share with your friends this call, you can access it by typing in your address bar, focussociety.com. All 385 previous shows are there for MP3 downloads, no charge. It's available to you 24-7. This show, number 386, will probably be uh, reformulated within the next 20 minutes. Again, send your friends to FocusSociety.com. There's no charge, no email, nothing to do. Just enjoy uh, uh, past episodes. They've uh, been beneficial for some, and uh, they've put a lot of other people to sleep. Not today's episode, I'm sure, though, because we did have Nicole and Lori share a lot of good things with us. Thank you very much, Nicole. I hope you come back and join us again. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate you inviting me on the call. And we're going to close off here by telling everybody what we do every week. Uh, Go out and have a good day because there is no alternative. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.